Thank you for joining us and welcome to the LB Unlimited podcast with Jamie Lloyd and Austin Bush. This is the official podcast of Lawton Bronson School District and will provide updates and insights about district activities and other exciting items taking place in the Lawton Bronson community. LB Unlimited. Go Eagles! Yeah! <laughs> Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of LB Unlimited. Woo! Austin Bush, computer science and business teacher. I am Jamie Lloyd, middle school math, athletic director for junior and senior high school. And I just kind of threw a curveball at Jamie. Usually he brings in the episode. <laughs> he didn't know I was here to record, so that was a little surprise. New season, new episode, you know, some things are going to change. Some things will be a little bit the same. You know, we got Quinley in here with us. Yep, Quinley, you say hi. See, this is good. This is a great start, a great start to the school year. So, so. Jamie, how was your summer? Did you, did My you summer, you know, I, was a, I had a busy summer. You know, the one thing I have come to find out is that baseball, for youth baseball, lasts forever. I mean, it is a long, long season. So, we played a lot of baseball, went to a lot of baseball, played a lot of softball. My daughter's learning how to pitch. So we played a lot of softball this year, worked with her on that stuff and found time to get a little trip down to San Diego, spend some time with my wife. It was awesome. I had a great summer. Oh, and my golf game, my handicap went down too. Went down Ooh, too. Wow. Yep. Yep. So you know, I was really golf, happy about that. I, becoming a teacher, I thought my golf game would improve. <laughs> I made it out two times this summer. Oh, One that is time disappointing. was a weekend that we played 63 holes. Oh, my and gosh. I don't think you could even calculate my handicap. <laughs> it was no bueno. I would be I would be a Dr. Fluence trying to get my back adjusted if I got 63 yes. holes in one. I did not pick up the clubs again after that. Oh, my gosh. It was fun. A little too much golf for someone with my uh, my skill set, <laughs> we could say. <laughs> or lack of it. Lack thereof. Lack thereof. What a great way to put it. Um, we are, if you can't tell, we are super excited. We have a great episode for you here to start the school year out. Quinley needs help. She's under the desk here. So um, we have our fall preview this year. So we are going to be talking with Coach uh, Carlson and Coach Benson with the cross country. We are going to interview Coach Potterbaum for the volleyball season. And then we are going to finish up with Coach Garnan for the upcoming 2022 football season. So we got a lot coming at you. We are excited. It is a new year. They are new teams. And uh, we will be right back after these messages. LB Unlimited would like to thank Eric Rickey at Edward Jones for his support of our podcast. Please contact Eric at 712-276-0109 for all your financial needs. Also, we would like to thank the Lawton Bronson Education Foundation for their constant support of not just our podcast, but the Lawton Bronson Community Schools in general. Please reach out to Brian Mez at 712-389-1773 if you would like to be a part of the organization. Thank you. Welcome back to LB Unlimited. This is our preview podcast for the 22-23 fall sports season. Uh, first episode of the 22-23 school year. We are here with Coach Carlson and Coach Benson, co-head coaches of our defending Western Valley Conference 
girls cross country team. Um, when we look at this upcoming season um, and you look at the team that you have coming back, how do you feel they prepared? How did it go over the summer to get ready to defend that title? Well, we had quite a few that decided to do uh, some summer running and we have kind of a challenge for them. Um, they get a t-shirt if they get over a hundred miles, it's kind of a goal. And uh, we hand out calendars at the end, at the end of the school year, you know, with the summer months on there and they can go through and log all of their miles and just have it documented and bring it in to uh, Coach Benson and I uh, at the beginning of the year. And we had quite a few that made it over that 100 uh, mile mark. We had several over 150 and we uh, had a few, a handful that got over 200 even. So uh, we put an emphasis too this summer on, you know, instead of just logging a bunch of miles, let's get quality miles. Right. Let's, you know, concentrate on some of that speed work in there as well. Absolutely. And that's kind of where our focus was for the summer. And throughout the summer, being a community member, teacher with the summer off, that's a perk. <laughs> this transition, that's been great. But we'd look outside and see a pack of kids running around. It was, it was cool to see all summer long. So... We were able to at least see too that they were really putting in the work and preparing for this. this and when you talk about season. speed work, that's that kick at the end. You know, that's like oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, having that grind to finish out, finish out strong. Yep. Um. So I met with the kids this summer, three days a week throughout the summer, and there was never a day that I came to the school and nobody was there. That was nice. kind of my worst fear. Like <laughs> no one wants to run with me. But um, no, we had a core group a lot of young kids, the junior high kids, but, um, man, they were ready to go and they asked to do more on some days and they were really focused on that total miles that they wanted to get through the summer. Um, to mention one in particular, um, Addison Smith, AKA Booga, Booga. she was our high mile runner this summer with 205. And, um, I think she would be the first to tell you that she's really noticing how much that has helped her going into the season, getting through the workouts that we've been able to do. But um, most of that returning varsity girls team is coming in with a hundred or more miles. And we have seen that pay off already because we've been able to do pretty intense workouts this early, where when we look back, it's taken us a while to get to that point, but they're, they're really working hard. And, and those young kids, I'm super excited for them to have a meet and see how that pays well, off. Well, a lot of these high schoolers now, not only were they running, but there were a lot of kids putting work into the weight room, getting stronger yeah. too. And I think when it comes to running, having that extra strength will help them push through with the endurance. Yeah. So just, you know, when you talk 205 miles, it's a little quick math, you know, gas was on average 470 this summer. So that's roughly $962.80 and change Jeez. that she spent on running. <laughs> so, <that's laughs> <a lot. laughs> there you go. Wow. so when we look that's at the season, yeah, $1,000 worth of running right Dang. there. So, um, you know, you guys are three weeks in now. Uh, I think the first meet is next week, right? Uh, Dakota Valley, uh, at Dakota Valley, August 30th. Five, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30
what is the what is the feel of the team so far? How, how, as far as leadership goes, excitement, enthusiasm. How's it feel being around the team, going to practice when you get there? Well, you know, we have uh, Phil Moseman, Jolie, uh, Mez that are returning state qualifiers yep. multiple times. Yeah. And, and they've been out. This is their sixth year. Yeah. They're right. Cross country program, so it's like they've been with us, you know, from the first opportunity, right. opportunity that they could. So um, it's like they're almost one of us. You know, we bounce ideas off of them. They are now opening their their mouths and telling us, "Hey, what about this?" Or you know, "Can we do this?" Which is awesome. Um, we love to get that insight from the runners themselves. Absolutely, yeah. So when you look at, when we talk about mindset and things like that, and we mentioned at the beginning that you guys are defending Western Valley Conference girls champions. Um, that's not to say that we didn't have any boys place on all conference, right? Correct. It, is the mindset different as coaches or as runners from defending a championship to chasing a championship? You know, do you have to look at it in a different way or is it, we're going to do what we did last year, maybe change a few things as far as getting better, but we're going to go in that mindset that we're still chasing another one. When we approach the season, we're preparing for October. That is where, you know, the, the mid part of October is where we want our runners to peak. And that happens to be right before the conference tournament. Right. Um, so our preparation is going to be no different. Um, we have three returning uh, first-team all-conference runners coming back from the, that team. Um, and just looking at it, I've looked at the results from last year, and you just start crossing off seniors that were in that top 15 to 20. You cross those off, and next thing you know, we've got a Cheyenne Amin and uh, you know a Sydney Brower that you move them up those spots and they're potentially all conference right there. They're going to be right on that bubble. Right. Uh, you know, and that's not saying that there's not going to be some outstanding sure. uh, freshmen coming in too as well. But, you know, when you look at it that way, what, with what we are bringing back compared to some of our toughest competition in the conference, which will be uh, WCKP and Maple Valley and Ridgeview, they will have some outstanding runners, but I don't believe from last year anybody has as high of returning qualifiers as we do. Well, I um, want to mention Gwen Smith. She's senior. She's yeah. coming off a state medal at the Iowa track meet um, with the 4 by 8 So she hasn't been out for the last few years, but she has looked really, really good. The other girls that were on that team, they know that they're going to be defending that championship, and they are motivated. So, like, if we have a, a tough practice and I can see that they're really getting tired, we just kind of put that in their ear and they're like, yup. yep. And then they, you know, pick it back up. So, just it's keep been. at them and let them know. Right? Yeah. And they they like each other. <laughs> and it's, like, friendly competition. Um, I think they're all very competitive in their own way. And so far, it has not clashed. And there's been no, like, dirty looks that I've seen or anything like that. They're, they're a good group of girls. And they. They want to do well for each other. Awesome. Do you guys have any names? Anyone? I mean, I, I don't want to discount like Jolie Mez. I mean, she's a two-time state qualifier. Three-time. Oh, yeah. Three-time state qualifier. I keep forgetting she's a senior. Sorry, Jolie. <laughs> you know, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Krista. Um, you know, she's a three-time qualifier. Theo is a two-time state qualifier. So, 
you know, they obviously have expectations that we all expect them to be at a certain point come October. How about like you guys talk about the junior high kids that showed up this summer. You talk about like a Gwen that came out now and it might be your first year since high school, but you know, is there anyone else that stands out to you that you can kind of point your finger at? Like I've been impressed with this boy or I've been impressed with this girl. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have, I mean, our junior high boys team, I think is going to defend their championship yep. from conference. Um, we've got a couple of kids. So Zach Adams and Ethan Buffington, they put in 150 and 130 miles somewhere. Wow. No, excuse me, 200 for Zach and 150 for Ethan, just going into their eighth grade year. And Holy I think, cow. yeah. <laughs> um, and they're so excited to come to every single practice and they work hard. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that pays off in the meet. Um, Hunter Buno, he came a ton in the summer. He look, he looks really good. He is a, I guess all three of those boys that I just mentioned are doing football and cross country. So that gets a little, um, tricky at times, but if any boys can do it, they can. Right. And, and to participate in both, to me, that shows they're competitive. They're competitive kids. You know, they want to be active. Yes. They want to do stuff. You know, they aren't afraid of the grind of the work and all that stuff. So that's awesome that kids do both. And, and are for able to do both. you coaches and the junior high football coaches working together right. to figure out a way that they can participate in both. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the nicer mm -hmm. things about going to a school like Lock Bronson is kids have the opportunities that they may not see elsewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So. Just about coaches working together. You know, that's the biggest thing right there is we want the best for our kids. Yeah, we do. Right. Yeah. And we're blessed here with that. That's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, without a doubt. So, well, head out if you have some free time Tuesday to cheer on Adams Nature Preserve, correct? Yep. And do you know what time the first race begins? 4.30. 415. 415. Oh, so I was close. <laughs> I was close. All right. 415. In South Dakota, they do it different. Yeah. <laughs> Adam's Nature Preserve, and then you can head to the volleyball game afterwards. Yep, that's right. So okay. thanks for stopping in, guys. We appreciate yeah. it, and we will be back right after this. LVM Limited would like to thank Nick and Christine Salmon of Salmon Cycle Solutions that specializes in restoration and repair of motorcycles, snowmobiles, quads, ATVs, and jet skis. You can contact them at 712-276-1064 or stop in at 1214 5th Street in Sioux City from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Thank you for your support. Welcome back to LB Unlimited, our fall preview for the 2022 fall activities season. Uh, we are joined here by head volleyball coach, Coach Potabom. Coach Potabom, I'm just going to throw this out now. You are the senior most member of the coaching, of the, of the coaching, whatever you want to call it, in the conference, correct? Didn't we have this conversation? In, in the conference, I'm probably getting up there. I, I know there's a couple of coaches that have more experience in the conference. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I've got, I'm getting up there in years. For so the when we talk about how the conference lays out and everything like that, your voice obviously carries weight a little more than the rest. 
I would like to think so. It's not always like that. But <laughs> so it'd be that great is, if it did. That is Coach Potterbaum. If you have any questions about how the conference goes, talk to him, please. With age comes experience. Absolutely. And wisdom, right? And, and right? And wisdom. wisdom. And occasionally beauty. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you age like well. Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all wish we could, right? All right. Hey, coming into this season, um, when you look at how when the season started, this preseason, you know, open gyms, things like that. You guys are pretty senior heavy. So when you look at how the preseason went as far as summer workouts, uh, open gyms, you know, the first couple of weeks of practice, uh, what are your thoughts when you look at the coming coming matches that we have coming? Uh, with the coming matches, we uh, we opened the OABCIG. Uh, I expect that our girls will go out and we'll, we'll play pretty soundly. We, uh, we've got a good set of skills. Our technique and form is pretty solid in our passing. Uh, our serve receive is looking pretty good. I think offensively we're going to be uh, we're going to we're going to have some good power in the offensive uh, side of the court. Uh, and defense, well, we got some girls that um, can step in to fill the fill the seam in the block if there is one to read a ball, hit a hitter really well, and make a good pass with it, so we can transition that offense. And when you talk about defense, if you look at our volleyball team, and I don't know how it compares to like maybe a four A or three A, but when you look at Class A, we're tall. Yes. We have tall girls on our team. Yep. In 2A, if, if you have a six-footer, or in our case, we have two that are very close to six-foot, that's that's a tall team. We have several that are around 5'10", five, 5'9". Five, that's that's a good-sized team for 2A, without a doubt. Right. I mean, I was watching you guys practice, and I'm like, I, I don't think I could – I mean, I want that lift that you have to spike it. I don't want to have to try and jump up there. I'll get swatted right at me. Well, gravity's getting tougher and tougher every year. <laughs> well, and along with the height, those girls were in – Working pretty hard in the weight room this yeah, summer too. Absolutely, and that's showing. Um, I would say I've already noticed in the in the gym this year that I feel like the stamina my girls have is better this year than it has been previous years. We're able to get through a workout, and there's still it feels like there's plenty left in the tank, which is good. So that's we awesome. should be able to push through a fifth set with with no problem if, if we have to. Well, in those home matches, let's just go ahead and go four and be done. Let's just win in four. I, I'd be we good don't three. need that fifth. Three <laughs> yeah, is even better, yeah, you know. Definitely. Um, with that, you know, we talked about having eight seniors. Have you ever had a team with eight seniors? Um, years back, I've had a team that was senior heavy, um, and, uh, and that was a good season. And, and having a lot of seniors is very nice because there's a, there's a high IQ on the court. They played next to each other for a couple seasons already. So sometimes communication doesn't have to be verbal. They just, they just know without saying anything, they know where each other is going to be on the right. court. And, and that's a piece that's nice to have. Um, but yeah, they're they're playing really well with each other. Next do, to each other. do you find in practice they're holding each other accountable even more, knowing that they know each other, like, and they're they're more open to I don't want to call it criticism, but maybe player to player, player to player coaching, maybe yeah. like they're a little more open to that kind of stuff. You know, what's what's kind of nice is these girls know the game well enough, and I tell them I'm not going to harp on every little error that they have because they've got enough experience. Like I said, their IQs high enough; they know what they did wrong. Yeah, I'm not going to pound it into them and keep their heads down for an error they know how to fix on the very next ball. Um, they they make me look pretty awesome on the sideline because they they fix things. I don't know and that they yellow belt helps too. The yellow <laughs> belt helps too. But so. they they know the game well enough. I just I just kind of orchestrate a little bit. But they they run the show. They they work hard and they they earn every point and accolade that that they deserve because they they know what they're doing. It's their job and they do it really well. Awesome. And the great thing about being so senior heavy is then your underclassmen can really kind of, they can take them under or take the underclassmen under their wings and kind of prepare them because yep. 
that's a lot of open spots coming into the next season. Yep, I have uh, I have girls at I mean our varsity is on one half, and I have uh, JV girls and, and girls that need to be thinking about what their roles will be for varsity the following year on the other side of the net. And those are such valuable reps that they're seeing. I mean, those are those are game varsity reps that they're seeing. That's that should definitely help prepare them for next year as well. Absolutely, and being a younger, I mean, you're basically playing a varsity match in practice. That's right. I mean, in essence, that's what yeah, you're doing. Definitely. Yep. Definitely have some high octane practices and some good intensity. Yeah. Uh, when you look at, you know, every coach looks at their schedule and, and kind of breaks it down and, you know, hey, where do I want to be at this point? Where When you look at it, let's just look at the conference slate, you know, because tournaments are a little different. Volleyball scheduling is a little different. But when you look at this conference, I don't want to say what are your goals, because obviously we want to win conference. I mean, that's the goal. But when you look at the teams that we're going to see this year, what are your expectations? What do you see in other teams in the conference that we have to be ready for? Um, well, we don't want to overlook any team, right? Without a doubt. We don't overlook anybody. We had a tough uh, schedule at the beginning with uh, OABCIG first uh, first conference game out of the shoot, and then we'd have Ridgeview after that. And Ridgeview is always always a tough team. Uh, and he, last year they had a senior heavy team, but they're reloaded and ready to go for this season as well. So it'll be a tough match as well. Um, and I try not to look, overlook any of them because any given night, you know, it, right. it can happen. So. Yep. I, I go week by week. I try not to look too far in advance so that I can see some statistics as the other teams are playing so I can see where they're trying to go for their hitters, who their setters like to set to, so I can come up with a better game plan uh, just to give us a better edge. Right. And is there – I don't know a whole lot about volleyball, bump set spike. That's about the extent of it, you know. You get three hits. Yeah, I did get second place Briarcliff intramural volleyball one year. Ooh, that's nice. pretty big time. But <laughs> is there anything from like last year's team to this year's team that you would change when it comes to your formations or different things like or that? Or experiments, yes. scheme wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I'm not a coach that goes in with the mindset of, and this may be over your head a little bit, but I'm not set on a 5 1 offense, which means you have one setter all the way around, or a 6 2 offense where I have two setters that go around. It totally depends on what my what players are on the court and where we're going to be most successful. This year, I'm looking at running a, uh, it's kind of a modified 6 2. I have two setters that I have, but I have five rotations where I run that 6 2 offense, and I have one rotation where I'm running a 5 1 offense where my setter is actually in the front row. Uh, so she sets from the front row, so she can also jump at the net and be wow. aggressive with a dumper swing. It's a little different look. Um, and then from year to year, I look at who my stronger passers are, and that may change. And I try to keep my stronger passers in the back for serve receive. So, yeah, definitely every year is is new. Uh, we've had some different personnel come in this year, so I, it's not the same as last year. It looks a little different, but I feel like we're we're set up for the strongest lineup that, that we can offer. Awesome. I love it. I've had this conversation with you before about you were, and it wasn't so much the scheme thing, but you started talking about volleyball and you threw out phrases like six, one and five, two and things like that. And I remember my head just starts swimming. I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Cause five plus two is seven and you only get well, three. And six plus one is seven or you only get six. You only get six players. So what the heck are you talking about? Don't be offended, but it's six, two and five, one. So you're close. It's yeah. Not five, two to six, eight, one, but... eight, six. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I just yep. swim like, holy cow, you know, you know it's and, awesome. It, it's really neat to listen to people, especially one like, I mean, you're passionate about volleyball. You know, all this stuff, you study it, you watch the films and things. So it's, it's great for our players. It's awesome to listen to you. I get, I get excited listening. So. Well, and I know I've heard a lot of community members really excited to come cheer on this veteran team. Yeah, good. Hopefully 
make some noise this year. And, and you guys have had a couple scrimmage. You actually have one tonight against Sioux City North. Yep. Um, you went to Lamar's and had a little scrimmage to help officials figure yep. out what they're doing. You know, how, how did how, how was our performances in those? Uh, it, I will say it was exactly what I expected. Um, we kind of came out of the shoot a little slow. I, I treat that scrimmage a little differently. Some teams already have a, a solid idea what their lineup is going to look like. I toyed with two different lineups, and I feel like I found the lineup that was stronger or shown a little brighter than the other one. So mm -hmm. uh, we pulled that away from it. And then from then, it's been working on the chemistry on the court and moving forward with that lineup. Nice. Well, we're going to get you out of here because I know you got to catch a van or a burb or, you know, however you're getting there. But we just want to make sure everyone knows August 30th, first game. It's a Tuesday. August 30th is the first game at OABCIG. And, of course, Padabam doesn't know this yet, but I just got a call. It's going to be in Odebo. Okay? It's going to be in Odebo starting at 530. So come out, support these girls. Let's start the season off right. And, Coach, thanks for visiting with us. Absolutely. We appreciate your time. Uh, good luck tonight at the scrimmage, and we will be back. Yep, thanks for joining us. Welcome back to LB Unlimited. This is Season 2, Episode 1 of the LB Unlimited Podcast. We are sitting here with 2023 head coach Jason Garnan, now in year two of leading our Fighting Eagles on the football field. Uh, Jason, we just want to start out with uh, last year, ton of enthusiasm as you came in, had the program running high. This year – we got a bunch of young kids ready to replace those seniors. What is enthusiasm like in, around the community, on the team, within the coaching staff, things like that? Well, I think the big thing is, is, you know, everybody's expecting better results. You know, we, you know, finished a three and six season where, you know, it could have easily been a, you know, five and four, six and three type scenario, but you know, we had a lot of youth last year. So enthusiasm this year is pretty high just because of the experience and the confidence that the kids have this year. Well, and even you talk about the community. Do you want to talk a little bit about last Saturday night and kind of the cool event that went on there? Yeah, we had another uh, fantastic auction. Um, you know, yearly we have this auction and Saturday night um, was nothing less than fantastic. A great crowd. Um, you know, parents participated with great auction items, and it was another huge success for not only the high school program, but the junior high youth programs and some of those things that we did Saturday night. It's so fun to go and be able to watch those future Eagles, especially the ones that are first putting on pads and having their first hits. It basically happened in those scrimmages that we were able to see, so... And the little ones where the helmet looks like a bobblehead. Yes, that kind is of so fun to watch. And stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, the mentor-mentee program is, is huge where you keep that relationship yep. with, the, with the high school and the youth, and they stick together all year long. And at the high school level, you know, we require that they participate with these guys during their games. They, they can't make every game, but they need to be able to show their face and, uh, you know, share – amongst each other. So it's been great. Absolutely. So when we talk about this upcoming season, you know, you, we had a big summer in the weight room. There's a bunch of kids in that weight room. Um, you know, you guys are going to try and do something a little bit different with offense. Um, talk a little bit about the preparation that went into this season from the kids standpoint. Well, it really all started with, you know, school administration putting in, you know, the weight room class uh, for our student athletes last year 
which has blown up this year. Which, I mean, it's blown you know, up. Which has been fantastic. And with uh, Coach Chad Moseman being able to do something like that, which he loves, yeah. Um, you know, we get some huge gains toward the spring, you know, in the in the summer events with, with, with the lifting. And it was just a, a program where it carried through the school year into the summer. And there was very little time wasted with our weights because they were introduced during the school last year. So we were able to get right after different programs, different lifts every day. And the kids responded really well and got a lot of them got very strong. And the consistency of that too, having coach Mosman doing it throughout the school year and then the summer as well. I know Mrs. Bush was ecstatic that the school made yeah. that decision to continue that program through the summer and Hopefully it continues to grow our each and every program. Every program, because it's Bronson. not just yep. Coach Mosman in there for football. It is every program. Yeah, it's you know? boys, girls, yes. every program gets to um, a huge advantage. Um, you know, again, the administration, you know, passed it. And I think it's been a huge success and look forward for it going from in the future. Absolutely. Now, when you look back at year one, every coach goes back and watches game film, you know, and they look at the X's and O's, things like that. So when you go back and look at year one as you started to prepare for year two, what adjustments did you find that you had to make, not only from X's and O's, but from preparation to offseason to, you know, everything involved within the program? You know, how, how did you, were there any adjustments you felt you had to make? The, the number one thing that we had to do is create better depth. Last year, I thought we didn't have quite the depth. Now, it could be because, you know, we had a, a small senior, junior class and then a huge sophomore, freshman class. But we weren't able to create a depth enough to where, you know, we could actually play a full four quarters of football um, without just getting driven in the ground and worn out. Right. So this year, um, we've been able to create depth I mean, crazy depth. Our second group, just for an example, and I'll just say the offense, um, we can we can substitute an entire second group. Now, the talent might not be first team, but it's very good talent, and we can execute everything from our playbook without missing a beat, and that's in every position. So that was been the biggest advantage for us so far this year is creating that depth, and then, again, it's probably because of our – freshmen, sophomores last year, now sophomore and juniors, they've got that experience and confidence yep. and have grown. They've gotten bigger, faster, stronger. But this year, um, we have some really good depth. And I was going to say that too, the experience part of it. People are going to look at our roster and be like, wow, that's a lot of sophomores, a lot of, a lot of juniors, a lot of freshmen. You still have eight seniors that yep. have been through the program and know what's being expected. So numbers-wise, I mean, what are we looking at? 49, I believe, is what we had um, as we passed out uniforms and yep. stuff. So we were sitting at 49 kids, and it, it's a large group. And with having, um, you know, depth and the opportunity to have depth, you get all those numbers that helps. Because you're at 49, but you're at 49, but 30 of them have played Friday night. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And that's huge. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like taking a field and – first time and you're like holy cow this is real yeah. you know i mean it's it, you got we're, we have about 31 32 returning letter winners from last year and 
they understand the speed of high school football, varsity football. So that's it's way different. It's way different, <laughs> you know. Way different. And, and some of our freshmen are experiencing that now. Yep. You know, they're just their heads are spinning. But that'll come in the next few weeks. Kind of things will slow down for them. But once they get into some junior uh, JV games and stuff, they can understand. But it, it's been uh, pretty exciting. When we talk about this upcoming season, you know. Um, you know, we're all really excited it, but I want to talk about your schedule because you have a gauntlet. You know, if you look at preseason rankings, you generally see Woodbury Central on there. Uh, a lot of times you'll see like a Logan Magnolia on there, Tri-Center, you know. Um, we feel like Westwood will probably be pretty decent. Um, one ranking that I saw had four teams that we play ranked in the top 10. You had Mobile, you had Galen, you had Tri-Center, and you had Loma all on the schedule. And then Howdy. the other two were getting votes. And we're getting Westwood and Tri, and Tri Center got votes to get in that top yep. ten too. So it's going to be a gauntlet. So when you look at that schedule, like the old cliche, we take it one week at a time, you know. Right. But we as coaches know we're looking at it like, okay, we want to be at this point yeah. by this week. We yeah. want to be at this point this week. How do you keep the kids focused week in and week out, knowing that there is no lay down week? Right. There is no week you're going to go into it going. We should put 40, 50, 60 on these guys right. and be fine. You know, at this early in the year, just like for our game tomorrow night against Akron, um, we got to take this thing one week at a time to see actually where we're at as a group. You know, the kids have to take some responsibility in understanding what they have to do to continue to get better. Um, and then that'll tend to gel as a team so we know exactly where we're at. Yep. But preseason, you know, where we're at right now, you know, when we were lifting in spring, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to have a better record than last year. That's all my thought was. Yep. Then we went to the team camp at Central, played pretty well at camp. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think we're going to have a winning record this year. Um, we had a nice scrimmage against Hinton. Yes. Um, you know, where we were able to do a lot of things um, that we thought we could do with our speed and experience. Right now, the team truly believes they could be a playoff team. Now, where's that settle in the district? Don't know, don't care. We want to make the postseason. Right. And how everything else falls into play, that's that's okay too. Right. We just want to get to postseason this right. year. And postseason's a different beast. I mean, that's that is a whole different focus when you get into that level. And uh the excitement, the enthusiasm, I mean, it yeah. it goes it goes way different. So you kind of walked right into my next question, you know goals and expectations, you know, and you, and you can, some, some coaches break it down. Like here's the goals and expectations yeah. for offense. Here's for defense. Do you look at it in that way? Or do you say we're a team? We're going to look at it as a team. Well, you, you, you got to have it all right. So you, you got to have that team expectation of <clears throat> we're We're a playoff team. We want to make the playoffs. Yep. And then offensively, you know, we have an offensive group that is really experienced um, you know, and we're thinking we're going to score 35 points a game. Fast. Fast. <laughs> quick. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, you take a look at the, at the receiver receiving core, you know, you got three of them that are state qualifiers and track. Um, a few of them, even our corner, you had him, you know, they're, they're state track champions, yeah. you know? So we're looking to score 35 points a game, um, defensively. You know, we're looking to improve on the defensive side is, you know, one of our weakest spots was defending the run. And, you know, we're, we're looking to keep teams below 10, 14 points and keep them below 150 yards rushing. Mm -hmm. That's that's the defensive goal. 
So if you can, if you can do the offensive side, score 35 points, defensive, obviously contain the run and keep it below 15 points, you're going to get some good results. It's a lot of wins. It's a, it's a <laughs> lot of wins. And, and the kids got to understand, and I've been preaching it the whole time, is you know the game of football is ups and downs. Absolutely. You know, the, the whole game is ups and downs. How are you going to overcome, you know, when, when the chips are bad, adversity hits, what kind of team are we? Last right. year, we couldn't handle the adversity. You know, we'd come out fired up, and I think there was only one game last year that, you know, we weren't within one score at halftime. I was going to say that at halftime, I felt like we were in every game. Every game except for one game, the Logan game. Logan. You know, we kind of got thumped down there. But we were in every game within one score. And then the second half, you know, it just seemed like, you know, they couldn't handle the pressure. And we kind of now that kind of went with some of our inexperience that we had. So, but this year, hopefully it's much different. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this Friday, uh, August 26th. Yep. It's been a long school week. Uh, Friday, August 26th, 7 o'clock. Um, the game is going to be on the NFHS network. It's also, if you can't get there and you don't have NFHS, it's going to be broadcast on Y101.3. I also want to mention that uh, youth football is having a community night. It starts at 515. They're going to have burgers. They're going to have hot dogs, chips, drinks. Come out early, get something to drink, get something to eat. Um, and it's all free. Okay, they're taking care of everything. It's a big thank you from last Saturday night. Yes. It's a big thank you for the yes. support with the community, with youth football over the years, not just Saturday night, but over the years. So we want to thank Coach Garnan. We want to wish you the best of luck. Good luck this year. And with that, we will be right back. Yep. Thanks for joining us, Jason. LB Unlimited would like to thank the Lawton Bronson Education Association for their support of this podcast. It is the mission of the LBEA to promote quality public education by placing the students at the center of everything they do while also advocating for education professionals. A few ways in which the LBEA gives back is by granting a scholarship to a graduating senior, donating books for Read Across America in the elementary building, and also running the junior high sports concession stand. Thank you, LBEA, for your support. Welcome back to LB Unlimited. This is our fall preview. We want to first off thank all the coaches that came in, put in the time to interview with us. Uh, they have a busy schedule, so for them to find the time to talk with us, and more importantly, to talk to you guys, the community of Lawton and Bronson, um, and just kind of give you an idea of what's going on with their teams, whether it's cross-country, volleyball, football, um, it's awesome. You know, it's fun to sit down and talk with them. Well, and that's kind of why we came up with this idea of the podcast was to give the opportunity for the yep. community who might not be able to speak face to face with one of the coaches. Right. They see them on the sidelines, sitting in the stands, wherever they're at, but they don't get that personal feel. And I think these interviews kind of help open them up and, yep. and especially show the expertise that they all have. I, I mean, when Padawan was talking about <laughs> six two and five one, I was oh, like, "Oh man. my gosh!" The math in my head was like, "None of this adds up." Yeah, I thought he was up. talking about heights of different players. <laughs> <laughs> so no, they do, and I it, and the thing that I get out of it is when you talk to them, they're bought in, you know, it, which is what you would expect. But when you hear them actually talk about it, and and I know you know you guys aren't sitting here with us, but you can feel their enthusiasm. You can feel their excitement 
for the upcoming season, for coaching these kids, you know, for being around these programs. I mean, it, it's fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun. Well, and it's just kind of a special culture, I think, that we have here at Long yep. Bronson. That's why Cammie and I were so happy to move here and be able to kind of start our family here yep. as well. So, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's awesome. And, and the community support that, that they have been afforded from everyone from Lawton and Bronson, you know, the backing these kids have is it's second to none. I mean, it's awesome. It's it really, really is. And hopefully some very successful fall right. seasons here to come starting right. off tomorrow night or yep. depending on depending when, when you listen, release. August 26th, yes. 7 p.m. Yep. Home football game football against Akron. Cross country and the following Tuesday volleyball. Volleyball. That volleyball. volleyball and cross country, yeah, August 30th. August 30th. So, yep. So, it gets excited off. too. They are. I, the halls, once those halls start filling with kids, yeah. and you see them kind of walking around, interacting. Yeah. I'm in the junior high hallway. Wow, we have some pretty tall junior high kids. Yeah, and just seeing, kids. Them, seeing them after the summer, there were even some high school kids that maybe were 5'2, five, 5'3. Five, now they're almost six foot. I'm like, holy moly. Poor parents who have to buy yes. clothes three times in the summer just to help them out. Um, no, but I agree with you. And, and you can tell a lot of these kids haven't been around them and things like that. You know, um, They're excited for games to start. I mean, practices have started. Practices started August 7th, I believe. Um, yeah, I think it'd be August 7th, August 8th, something like that. So they've done like three weeks. You know, they're, they're ready to compete. They're ready to put everything they put in from the summer. And realistically, we could talk, it started June 1st, you know, yep. from working out in the weight room to open gyms, to football camps, to running all those miles in cross country. They've put in a lot of time to get to this point. So they are chomping at the bit to get started. Well, and I think it's important to have coaches that are willing to put in that time in the summer right. for the kids too. Some programs right. don't have have that and we're yep. just very fortunate that our coaches are a hundred percent bought in. Yep, absolutely. So uh one thing that you know we want to talk about it and we want to thank the community especially. We want to thank everyone that that was a sponsor last year that donated money to this podcast. We had an ultimate goal. Our our plan was to buy a, a printer and, and Austin you can explain this more. I am not technologically sound. Okay. I can do Word, I can do Excel and I can text. Beyond that, I'm, I'm kind of what you would call a simpleton. So our goal was a, to purchase a printer. Yep. So right? we purchased uh, HP 365 latex printer. This thing is massive. It's huge. It is probably <laughs> eight feet long, yeah. three feet deep. And then it comes with two accessories that we also purchased. So with this. And those our, are like four or five feet long too. It's yes. Like, geez, and our students with these different printers, cutters, different things like that are going to be able to have hands-on learning experiences yep. where they're working with our school. So we'll do some printing in-house for our school, maybe some projects for local businesses. Yep. And there's actually some talk about maybe being able to work some, with some large organizations. So if that all kind of comes together, we'll be sure to update you. But I think well, I'm None a, of this would have been no. possible without, like we keep talking about our community. Right. We're so fortunate to have so many community members that care about our school, care about our kids, and just want the best experience possible. Right. For and, them. It, 
and you know, it's, it's a different experience for the kids that are going to help make the banners or help make the stickers or, you know, whatever we can print on this, on this machine and, and the ability to give them that opportunity, you know, to see something different. Every part of education is important, but we're trying to make it as real world as possible and open their eyes to something that, you know, if they really like it, you know, now when you're looking at colleges, you're looking at colleges for a different aspect now, maybe. So the opportunities are endless now. Different avenues for careers. Right. Hopefully. And that's like you said, what we're trying to do here. And so, so you and Mr. Sheets, who's our uh, technology director, is how you'd say it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you guys are actually taking a class because you got to learn how to use it too. Yes. Yep. So we'll be sitting through some training. Mr. Sheets is kind of the guru. <laughs> I always call it, I'm maybe his Robin to him being the Batman, but no, he's been great. And just being able to come teach at Log Bronson and he's been open to letting kids learn about the technology yep. world. And a lot of the kids in the school, are really interested, whether it's gaming or computer maintenance, any of these things, kids, kids are chomping at the bit right now. And I'm just very happy that position opened up and it all kind of worked out. So this was my dream. And yeah. And, and obviously we're really glad to have you here. So, I mean, it, I, I think doing this last year was a lot of fun and I'm, I'm really excited for this year. You know, um, this is episode one. We are going to try and do a better job in the spring. We always, we hammered it out through the fall and the end of the winter and stuff. And, and we kind of got off a little track, you know, it got busy in the spring with everything going on, but we're going to focus on doing a better job and trying to get it out every other week or every third week. And, and again, we aren't just going to do sports, nope. you know, this is everything, Lawton Bronson. This is from the education to the administration to the teachers to the students. It's, and we may even have some episodes where we have former alumni. Alumni, are, yes. Yep, where we have some of those conversations in the works yep. as well. So we just want to do give the community something to hear about what's going right. on at Lawton. And then again, like with alumni, what are these people doing now? Right. We're... Where do their careers take them? Yes. Where do their yep. lives take them? Things like that. So, so we are excited. Um, again, this is season two. We got a lot of things in the works. Again, we want to thank everyone who supported us last year, gave us the opportunity to make this a, the success it was. And uh, we look forward to seeing everyone on Friday night, August 26th. And again, on Tuesday, August 30th, when we kick off the fall activities. So for Austin Bush. I'm Jamie Lloyd. We look forward to seeing you all. And this is LB Unlimited, Season 2, Episode 1. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. We would like to thank Wyatel, Security National Bank, and RTI for sponsoring the LB Unlimited podcast. These are local businesses that support not just the podcast, but the Lawton Bronson Community School in general. If you would like to contact Wyatel for all your telephone needs, you can contact them at 712-944-5711. If you would like to open an account at Security National Bank, you can contact them at 712-944-5171. And if you would like to contact RTI for any of your technology needs, you can contact them at 877-811-4784. Thank you for supporting the LBL Unlimited podcast.